0: Welcome to the Find Your Awesome podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I'm a high-performance coach who uses science, spirituality, and play to help you remember who you are so you can welcome more ease, joy, and abundance into your life. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited for this week's episode. I hope you love it very, very much. But before we get to that, have you gotten your human design chart from me yet? You can get it for free from me at KelseyAbbott.com. So come on over. If you haven't gotten your chart yet, come on over and get it. And if you've gotten your chart or that just doesn't light you up, but you want to know how you're doing in alignment, come on over to KelseyAbbott.com and take the alignment quiz. The link to both of these is in the show notes. I love you so much. Enjoy this episode. Hey there. A couple months ago, I got to be part of the goals with soul summit with Kate house. And this is the conversation that we recorded for that summit. I thought it was so good. And I thought you guys would love it so much. So here it is. I'm sharing it with all of you. Enjoy. Hey, Kelsey, welcome
1: to the goals with soul summit. I am so excited to have you here.
0: Thank you so much, Kate. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm so excited for whatever is going to come out of our mouths during this conversation. It's going to be amazing. Let's change some lives. That's right. Oh my gosh. Well,
1: I have loved learning from you and I am so grateful to have you here as part of the summit. So for anybody who is listening and they're not already familiar with you and the work that you do, will you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're all about?
0: Yeah. So I'm an intuitive human design and money coach. AKA an energy coach. And I help people experience more ease, joy, and abundance in their lives. I love what I do. It's like palpable.
1: Like I spend, I am like lucky enough to get to spend time with you here online. And I always leave our conversations like radiating. Like I come upstairs (laughs) to my recording area. My husband's like, you're not going to go to sleep anytime soon. Cause I'm like, I just feel so like, yeah, joyful is really the way that like After I spend time with you, that's the feeling
0: that I walk away with. Mm, Thank you so much. That's how we get to feel. That like, I'm going to skip down the hallway in my house just to be like, yay, that was really fun. That's actually like, that's how I want to feel after all of my client calls, after all of my podcasts, after everything. Yes.
1: Oh, I love that. And you mentioned your podcast. Will you tell us a little bit about your podcast as well?
0: Yeah. I have the find your awesome podcast. It's about five and a bit years. Old. Wow. Like coming up on six years this August. Holy moly. I started it <laughs> when we were traveling around the country in a camper. It has evolved so much as I have evolved. And it's basically again, infusing the world with ease, joy, and abundance and lots of human design goodies.
1: Yes. Oh, it's so wonderful. Kelsey and I recorded on the live by design podcast, not too long ago, and she actually pulled my human design chart. And if you guys go and listen to that episode the whole time, it's basically me having my mind blown. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, you're right. Tell me more. <laughs> so for anyone who's listening, can you tell us a little bit about if they're unfamiliar with human design? Can you tell us like, how, how would you define human design? Like, what does that look or feel like to you? Yeah. So the way
0: I describe human design is baby soul got called to earth school and it got so excited because it's so fun playing with other beings in these physical bodies. So it picked out the exact gifts you would need to be who you're supposed to be and do what you're supposed to do when you're here in earth. And then it found the exact date, time, and place that you would need to be born to solidify all of those gifts in what we now know as your human design chart. So, and AKA your soul blueprint. Then you come to earth on that day with that blueprint and you know everything. You know exactly why you're here. You know exactly what you're here to do. You know exactly what you're not here to do. And you forget it all on day two. (laughs) And then on top of that, these very loving humans start telling you how to do life. And that's what we call conditioning. It's all the stuff that you've been taught. Like, I don't know <laughs> what come the the thing that's coming through for me is like, don't pick your dress up over your head in the grocery store. It's rules <laughs> like that, that it's just conditioning. If you want to do that, do it.
1: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. and And I love this emphasis too, on your soul's blueprint. Like that just feels so abundant to me. And that idea of what you're put here on this earth to do. And also on the flip side, what you're put here not to do. And I find that to be like a really freeing concept.
0: Yeah. When we are following our soul blueprint, it all gets to be easy. Like an easy, I think as humans, we tend to think if something's easy, we must be doing it wrong. We must be cheating. No, that's how it's all laid out for us. It gets to be easy. And when we are doing it not in alignment with our soul blueprint, holy moly, we know it. We are solidly on the struggle bus. <laughs> yes. I'm like
1: nodding over here. Cause I'm like, yep, I've definitely been there. I had a quarter life crisis to prove it. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like driving the struggle bus. And so, so when you think about human design and this idea of living joyfully and in alignment and with our soul's blueprint, how does that relate to like setting goals and then not just setting them, but like actually seeing them through because that's what we're all about here at the goals of soul summit it's about learning and then taking that time to reflect and then that next step which is the piece that most of us end up missing is the actual implementation and so i was so excited when we started talking you and i about your summit topic because i was like yes like the doing of the goal getting activity so how does that all kind of relate when you think
0: about that so, I've got so much to say. I want to try and remember all the pieces. So, <laughs> to start out in human design, some of us are made to be specific and some of us are not. Mm-hmm. So, you're either specific or non specific. If you are specific, then you will have, I ask you what your goal is, and you will be like, I want to make $4,961 by, I don't know, whatever date you'll be like, I want to run a 10K in 39 minutes and 54 seconds. You will just get so specific and you will declare it to the universe and and it will happen. If you are non-specific and you try to be that specific, first of all, you're likely making it up. And second of all, the universe will slam on the brakes and slap you around a little bit in the process. Mm-hmm. Because if you are non-specific, you really are here for life to show you Show me what's possible. Show me how I can receive abundance by being my authentic self. Mm. So if you are specific in your human design, and let me tell you how to find this out. Look at your human design chart. If you don't have it yet, come over to KelseyAbbott.com and I'll I'll pull it for you. I'll send it to you in an email for free. Um, So if you're looking at your chart, there are four arrows up by the head the bottom right arrow. If it points to the left, if it points toward the head, then you are specific. If it points to the right. Then you're non-specific. Mm. So if you are specific, go ahead, declare those goals, those super specific goals. If you are non-specific, get clear on the feeling. How do you want to feel and let the universe guide you? Mm. It is not your job to micromanage the universe. Okay. Another piece in human design is if you are a generator or a manifesting generator, again, if you don't know this, get your chart. So there are five energy types. And we talked about this in our podcast episode. So go listen to that episode. Um, The types are generator, manifesting generator, manifester, projector, and reflector. If you are a generator or a manifesting generator, that's about 70% of the population. The universe is your personal shopper. So Your job is not to figure it out. If you find yourself trying to figure it out, and you know exactly what I'm talking about, trying to figure out what's next, you will feel frustrated. And frustration for generators and manifesting generators is your sign that you're out of alignment. So knock it off, let the universe shop for you. And how that's going to look the universe is going to bring you all sorts of things and you might think some of them are more important than others and you might be very wrong about that (laughs) so the universe is going to bring you like new people new ideas new flavors new songs Hmm. new colors and your job is to respond to each of those things with your body so your body is either going to say holy hell yes. And you're going to feel all the excitement on all the joy bubbles. And just, I want more of that. Or you're going to feel nothing, or you're going to feel a solid, "Mm -mm. no, Mm -hmm. I'm not into that. So what do you do when you feel a holy hell yes, you follow that Mm -hmm. and you keep on following it until it no longer lights you all the way up. And as you follow that, what happens to your energy? You get so sparkly. Your energy becomes so magnetic, so juicy, so irresistible that you actually elevate the world. So it is your responsibility to all of us to follow what lights you up until that path ends. So if you're a generator, a manifesting generator, your job is not to figure out what's next. Is not to try and figure anything out. The universe will always bring you the next step. And we as humans are like, well, what's the second step? And the universe is like, <laughs> Shh, honey, take this one first. You're like, but what, what's step two, three, and what am I going to do in a week? Oh, darling, <laughs> knock it off and just take a left here, okay? <laughs> yeah, we can get so tangled up in that. But mm-hmm. it gets to be easy, and we will always know what we need to know when we need to know it. Mm-hmm. And if we don't know yet, it's not time. I had this funny experience. About a year ago, I was at the time I was so lucky. I was when I went for a run, I my husband was always with me and he mm-hmm. had no problem running with a big bottle. Mm-hmm. So we'd bring a sports drink and he'd carry it, and I'd just be like bottle and drink, drink <laughs> as I pleased. And then he was gonna travel. And I was like, Well, all right. I hate carrying something, especially something big, which running in Florida I, I would drink like an entire full water bottle. And so I was like, I need a new hydration pack. I had one, but it didn't work. It would get tangled in my hair. The, the sports drink would get in my hair. It was a mess. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I need a new one. And I went on this search. I asked my people. I I just I did all the Googling. I read all the reviews. And it was so heavy and hard, which is the universe's way of showing not this way, but eventually I was like, okay, I'm ordering this one because I feel like I need to try it. I was like the whole process. I remember telling my husband that whole thing was so heavy and hard. I can guarantee this isn't going to work, but I just like, I needed to like push through for a second. So the next day this pack arrived, it was the tightest thing I've ever experienced around <laughs> my armpits. I was going to have such <laughs> massive armpit chafing. I was like, nope, you go right back. And then I started wearing the old hydration pack that I had. It was fine. (laughs) just fine. You know, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I had it worked out if I wore my hair in pigtails and I forget what the other, I had like all these like, and and it's like cover up this section. Like if I wear a certain shirt with it, it, it all worked. And then it started chafing. And just as it started chafing, I get this email from the company that had made that pack. It was like new Easter colors. I was like, oh, pretty colors just happened to open this email. And I'm like, oh, that's the pack I need. Ordered it, came a couple days later. Absolutely perfect. Mm. It was like, you thought you needed this a month earlier. You didn't. Okay. You needed the pretty (laughs) colors. Yeah. And now
1: you have the pretty colors. And you love your hydration pack. I do. (laughs) I love that. Well, it's just such a good example of, I'm sure we can all identify with that feeling of like, trying to force something and and it sometimes i think we even have this layering of conditioning that's like just push harder just try harder like just be better or whatever like quote unquote and and it's it's like you're banging your head against a wall you know and then when you when you start to take some of those cues um i call it like in our family we call it listening to your gut but i love that idea of just like having your eyes open and seeing when it happens, but I've been teaching my kids about that. My like five-year-old the other day was like, I went with my gut. Cause he's, he's an overthinker. And I'm like, just go with your gut, just go with your gut kid. <laughs> but I love that idea of like, you know, li- like, listen to yourself. Like, does this feel super hard? Like maybe it's not time yet. And like, what a beautiful example of like a month later it all unfolded and yeah. now it's like perfect.
0: And and we're always afraid. Like, oh, if I don't get it now, like, what if I never get it? Because a month to us feels like, how could I handle that? Mm-hmm. Or we think, like, oh my god, it's gonna be six months. It was literally like thirty days. <laughs> Jeez, I was fine. <laughs> oh, we're just so funny. But also, what you what you say to your kiddos? Yes, go with your gut because our bodies are the source of our wisdom. Our bodies are always going to guide us where we need to go. Our heads, we were taught to use them in school. They're so good for word problems and like conjugating verbs and all that stuff that you probably don't use much these days. (laughs) But all of your decisions, those are made in your body, Mm. ideally. So as you're creating goals or intentions... That's where I tend to lead. Let me back up to actually when I was talking about especially non-specifics. How about you set an intention? How do you want to feel? I set an intention every week. Mine this week is it's a two-parter to show up and allow source to flow through me. Mm. And I always love these intentions come to me. And then I'm like, I wonder what that's going to mean. It always is just so powerful. So anyway, you set your goal, you set your intention, and then you let your body lead you because your body is what's going to tell you, this feels really good. This is really fun. Like I'm skipping down the hallway. Or, oh my God, this does not feel good. I feel like I'm hitting my head against the wall. I feel like I'm pushing a boulder uphill. Mm -hmm. I feel like I just like don't want to do this. That's a no-go. That is the universe being like, so stop it. (laughs) That's beautiful. You know, it's so
1: funny too, because we do, we find ourselves like pushing that boulder up the hill. And so what advice or suggestion or guidance would you offer somebody who's like, yes, I identify with that feeling. Like, I feel like I've been pushing a boulder up the hill for like years where is a place that you can start when you're like, okay, let's get back in alignment with my soul's blueprint. Like, let's come back home um, and figure out. I love that idea of like an intention or like a feeling I'm constantly talking about in the LBD collective. Like, how do you want to (laughs) feel? Right. Like we, we work on habits a lot and we always start from the idea of like, how is it that you want to feel during your day? And that's what we start with before we even think about like, well, what, what habit can you layer in that supports that feeling? Right. And so where where would that person
0: start? Mm, so for, first of all, that's a big part of the work I do too. And I love it so much. Um, okay, to that person. I have a feeling you're probably gonna think I'm crazy. You I don't know what you're gonna shout at me as I say this, but here's my question for you. Are you having so much fun? Because if you're having so much fun, you're in alignment. If you feel yeah. like you're pushing a boulder uphill, you're out of alignment. It gets to be easy. And if you're like, no, but this is how I have to do it. mm, I think maybe there's another way to do it. It might just be like sashaying a bit to the right or taking one tiny step to the left. It it doesn't have to mean quitting everything, you know, but it could, but it might just be like pivoting a teeny tiny bit. Mm. And then let's explore what feels easy. Mm because that's the way you're meant to go.
1: Yes. Oh, I appreciate that so much, Kelsey. I'm sitting. you guys can't see me, but I'm just like vigorously
0: nodding my head this whole time. (laughs) You know, I, I recently had this recently, like this morning, maybe last night about like doing stuff in my business, you know, marketing wise, uh, I don't want to do that. Oh, that's a no go. But Mm -hmm. what feels good? Oh, this feels really good yeah, so that's the way I'm gonna do things, yes. I and I constantly that. check in with myself on that.
1: Mm-hmm. It's funny too, like Kelsey and I were talking before we hit record about like, how did I come to wanting to host this summit? And it was this kind of cool like series of events where, like someone mentioned it. and then I listened to a different podcast about it. And then I was actually listening to a friend's podcast where she was interviewing someone who, like teaches about summits. And then, I caught the flu and I was sitting in bed sick and miserable, but I was like, oh, well, this is a great time to take this like two day course on summits. Cause I can't do anything else. And when you talk about like feeling fun, like joyful and filled with like fun, like even though I was sick as a dog, I was like lit up on the inside. I was like, yes, this feels so exciting and expansive and abundant and all the things that I want in my life for me as a human being. Right. And so I love how you talk about that of like that idea of like, are you having so much fun?
0: Also, um, are you familiar with the concept of the spiritual flu? No. All right. So I'm feeling like this is probably what you experienced and they weren't germs that knocked you down. It was like your soul, your guides knocking you down and being like, we got to make her quiet so she can consume this information so she can feel so lit up oh yeah no you're totally right I add that there are times when I have said in my life
1: I'm like it's like my body knew I needed to slow down and it was just mm-hmm. like hey you gotta you gotta press pause for a minute no I think you're totally right it was probably a spiritual flu because
0: because like I bounced back real fast yeah exactly it's all <laughs> happening for you you're like oh Okay, I guess this is the time to do the learning. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Um, it amazing?
1: That's so funny. Yeah, the the universe is too cool. When you like look, sometimes when you're in it, you don't see it. But when you look back and then you see the constellation come together, you're like, "Mm,
0: that's pretty dang cool. Exactly. Thanks thanks for orchestrating that. You definitely did it way better than I could have. Yeah. (laughs) And that's a big part of following your alignment in human design. Mm -hmm. Again, the universe will give you this first step and you're like, are you sure about this? Like really, I think step, this should be step five and okay, go ahead and follow your own way and see how you feel. It probably going to feel pretty frustrated or if you're a manifester, feel angry or if you're a projector, feel bitter or if you're a reflector, feel disappointed.
1: Mm. That's so funny. And then when you are in alignment, what are some of those like big words, like mm-hmm. descriptors of like the feelings?
0: So for generators and manifesting generators, it is satisfied. Mm -hmm. When I first learned that satisfied didn't really do it for me. Mm -hmm. And what I learned is that human design was all downloaded in Spanish and that the translation wasn't like totally accurate. So Mm -hmm. if satisfaction feeds your soul, then juice it like that is what is for you. Mm -hmm. If not, you're here to be excited and excited can be bouncing off the wall excitement and it can be what we started talking about like the skipping down the hallway just being like so sparkly and bubbly that's our natural state as generators and manifesting generators Mm -hmm. so either satisfied or excited for manifestors it's peaceful and then for projectors it's successful and for reflectors it's surprised Mm, oh, that's fun! I love that. Isn't that? Aren't you kind of jealous of reflectors? I know. I'm like, I feel surprised. that's sounds <laughs> I <know>. awesome. <laughs> I really, I was like, but surprise resonates with me so much. That's <laughs> that's. I I really think that non-specific people, we really love to be surprised as well, because mm-hmm. we've learned. Oh, not my job to figure that out. I just want to be surprised. Oh. Uh.
1: What a, what a heart open kind of way to go through life.
0: Mm-hmm. Knowing, beautiful. I mean, it's not, we've all at this point, if you're listening to this, you've been through a few times like being like, oh, not my job. The universe does such a better job than I do. Stay out of the way, stay out of the way, stay out of the way. Oops, I meddled again. That didn't work out right. <laughs> okay, get out of the way.
1: Yes. Okay. So now that we have this idea of like our soul's blueprint, we have this working definition of human design and we've talked about how it feels when you're in alignment. How does that then translate into the actual doing side? Because you know we can all set these intentions we can set these goals I, I mean it seems like everybody and their brothers great at setting new year's resolutions right and then there's like there's actually a day called like national quitter's day and it's the day that everyone like throws in the towel on their resolutions that are like screw it i'll do it next year right mm-hmm. um and and s- instead of these like these huge grandiose things i'm always a big fan i'm like and we were actually talking about this too earlier um, offline, it was just like one step at a time, like one day at a time or one week at a time. Um, and so I'm really curious to know what your approach is in terms of, of that actual like execution side. So we set these goals or these, these intentions, but then what does the follow through look or feel like?
0: Okay, so from a human design perspective, look at your chart again, you'll see all those shapes within your chart, like the triangles and the diamond squares, if they're colored in, it doesn't matter what color they're, if they're colored and then you have your own energy in that center, if they're white, you don't have your own energy in that center. Stay out of the white ones. Mm-hmm. That's where you'll experience suffering. So go towards your goal from your own energy. That's one piece that is definitely in the doing of it. had one more thing that I wanted to say before I talked about process goals, but I can't remember it. So it'll come back if it's supposed to. The other piece isn't human design related, but I'm also a performance coach. Mm -hmm. And what I teach my clients from this perspective is there's a difference between outcome goals and performance goals. An outcome goal is I want to make X amount of money. I want to win the race. I want to do this time. The process goal is I want to show up and be my sparkliest self. Mm. I want to create this incredible summit. I want to connect deeply with all these amazing humans. I want to have, I want my form to be beautiful. I want my shoulders relaxed. I want to have high cadence. I want to, Um, what else is a good one? I want to nail my nutrition. Mm. I want to make sure I'm getting eight plus hours of sleep a night. All of those things. The process goals are the things within your control and they're the things that you can do right now. The yeah. outcome is never in your control. You have no idea how many people are going to buy your program. You have no idea who else is going to be at the race. What's going to transpire for them or for you? You have no idea like really what else is going to happen to to lead to your your final time stay in what you can control and nail that one step at a time. Oh, I love that. Well, and you're in
1: a really unique position to teach on this type of goal setting because will you tell everybody who's listening, I'm familiar with your story, but will you tell us a little bit about your triathlete experience?
0: Yeah. So I, I grew up as a competitive swimmer and water polo player and I discovered triathlon when I was, in grad school, my first one actually and in grad school for marine biology. Um, I have my master's in marine biology. I don't use it. <laughs> um, but actually, this I haven't told you this story. I, my first week of school, I was piled into a car with my like five brand new friends. And I think this is so memorable, partly because I'm just under six feet and I was in the back seat of the car. So I remember like being totally (laughs) squished in there. And one of the girls was like, there's a triathlon in two weeks. Do you want to do it? And I was like, I always thought I'd do a triathlon and it'd be something that I would train like a year for and I'd be really good at it. And, And then I was just like, okay, Sure. (laughs) My very first triathlon, I was like completely not ready. I did it on a mountain bike. I don't even really remember how the whole thing went down. And then the next year when I was writing my master's thesis, I was like, I don't, I cannot. So I'm a manifesting generator. I cannot have only one thing to focus on. Mm -hmm. This is killing me. So I needed to train for something. So I found a triathlon and I trained for that. And then I got completely addicted and that was now Almost 20 years ago, wow. and I've been doing this crazy sport. I love it so much. I get to compete nationally and internationally and I learn so much from it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I learn I learn through my body. So I learn as I train. And yeah, it's a blast. It's
1: beautiful. And so how is that experience of being both an expert in human design and in your coaching practice and then also being a world-class athlete How does that inform your approach to goal setting or how you
0: coach goal setting? Yeah. So I'm non-specific. So I speak from experience when I say you'll get smacked around if you get (laughs) specific. So one year I had this, I was like, oh, okay, I'll set goals. This is before I knew human design. This is maybe even before I knew process goals, but I was like, Mm. okay, I I want to run a 40 minute 10 K let's, let's make a scary goal. And then I got a stress fracture and then that healed and I got another stress fracture and then that healed. And then I got pneumonia. Oh, And it was just the universe like, bam, bam, bam. Don't do that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I see that so clearly now, but at the time I was just like, what, 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 what are you trying to teach me? (laughs) Um, so I keep it too. I just want to get better and better. Mm. I, as a manifesting generator, I rarely sign up for events more than two weeks in advance, except when it's required, because as a manifesting generator, we get two sacral hits. We get a sacral hit. That's when our body responds. So you'll learn about the event and be like, Oh yes. And then what can happen is then the event is coming closer. And you're like, I do not want to do that. So you got to listen to the second hit. So it means mm-hmm. if you're a manifesting generator and someone invites you to the movies, let's say you're listening to this on a Monday and someone says, Hey, do you want to go to the movies on Saturday with me? And you're like, maybe that is the way for a manifesting generator to respond because it's like, you guys go ahead. And if I, if it feels right to me, I'll be there. If not, mm-hmm. I won't. We're not made for commitment. Yep. <laughs> Too far in advance. So I'm all about the process goals. I also use this tool called ABC goals. Mm. So I tend to only use it for races Mm -hmm. and I'm calling myself out on that right now because it would be great to use this every single workout Mm -hmm. and every single day. Here's the, here's the gist. Your A goal is what you really, really want, what you're really striving for. So that tends to be my intention. Um, Let's say my let's say this is for a race. And my A goal is to be curious. Like I wanna be, I'm curious about how I can perform. What can my body do? Like go out, no expectations, not telling any stories about myself or others. Let's just go Mm -hmm. out and be curious. Then my B goal is what do I want to be doing when I'm not being curious? Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to be present. Okay. My B goal is to be present. And then my C goal, what if I'm not being present? What do I want to do? Oh, be grateful. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I want to be grateful. Then my D goal. All right. I'm not being present. I'm not being grateful. How about I want to learn something. And that's mm-hmm. always the backup goal. That's always my D goal. So, you know, no matter what you learn something, mm-hmm. but the goal is you hit that a goal and then if you're faltering at some point, you fall back on the beagle. Mm-hmm. And when you're hitting the beagle, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be hitting that eagle. Mm-hmm. So if you follow your way back to... I mean, really, you're not having a good time if you hit your deagle. But (laughs) if you like get down to your seagull and you're like, be grateful. Guess what gratitude's going to do? It's going to make you present. And guess what being present is going to make you do? It's going to make you be curious or whatever your intention is. So this could be the same if you're hosting a summit or you've got a business, and maybe it's even like about clients coming in. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be curious. What's what is the universe going to bring me? And then. I'm not being curious again. Be present. Mm-hmm. Just maybe it's really celebrating my current clients, celebrating my life, celebrating the abundance all around me. I am not doing that. Grateful. Mm-hmm. I am. What am I so grateful for? I'm so grateful for this amazing weather. I'm so grateful for this yellow house. I'm so grateful for my healthy body. I'm so grateful for nourishing food. I'm so grateful for incredible conversations and new friends and connections. And if none of that is going well, I learned something. Mm, That's beautiful. Well, and it kind of goes along the lines of,
1: I think a lot about um, perfectionism. Uh, It's something that like I've been learning more about in recent years and, and really trying to release the tendency towards it. And for me, a big part of that process has been not defining something as a success or as a failure, but if it doesn't go the way I thought it might, that it's a learning opportunity. And then all of a sudden you're no longer, I just recently read the gap in the gain and you're no longer in this gap thinking of, of where you didn't measure up instead you're in the gain. You're like, Oh, look at what I gained. Look at what I learned. So I love that like ABC and even D goals. That's such a beautiful approach. So, so we have our. We have our human design, we have our goal, or our intention, um, and then we have our process goals. Is there any last little kernel of wisdom you would want to share with listeners who are like, okay, I'm really excited to go pull my human design chart. I'm going to go email Kelsey so I can learn more. And friends, I can tell you from personal experience, Kelsey pulled my human design chart when we did our episode together on the live by design podcast. And I'll link to that down below in your show notes. And it was just, it was the coolest experience. I actually get like, uh, cool goosebumps (laughs) as I talk about it because it was, it was just this new way of learning about myself and how I work and like how I, like how I move through my day, um, and my life that I, I had experienced, but I didn't have like the vernacular for like, I didn't have the words necessarily to describe it. Um, so it was like a really affirming experience and just like a really heartwarming experience of like, Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so cool like of course that's why this feels in such a such a way or what have you and so for the person that's like okay yes this is my next step i want to learn more about this so i can really lean into this with intention um what's that like last piece of of information you would want to
0: share you are made for joy like you're here to have so much fun you are no matter who you are, no matter what your energy type is, no matter which way your arrow is point, you are here to have a freaking blast. So if you're not having fun, if you are trying to micromanage the universe, if you're trying to bully yourself into doing things, please stop and please just pivot, turn around, do a handstand, do cartwheels, go do flips in the pool or on a trampoline. Be careful, please. Only do if if you know what you're doing. And just have so much fun. Play with a puppy, please. (laughs) Um, This is what you're here for. I have so many clients that are so resistant. And then they start playing. And the money rolls in, the clients roll in, the house rolls in, the car rolls in. Just trust yourself. Trust that if it feels good, it's for you. Mm. Oh, Kelsey, that's so beautiful.
1: Well, as always, sweet friend, I am so grateful for your time, for your wisdom, and just this beautiful shared energy that we get to experience together. So as we round out this time for anybody who's listening and they're like, Kelsey's the bomb, and I want to be connected with her in her world. Will you remind us again, the best places to find you online and your podcast as well?
0: Yeah. You cannot find me on social media or you will, but I'm I'm not really there. You'll notice Mm -hmm. there's nothing since 2020. Instead, come to my website. You can reach out to me there. You can get your free chart. Mm -hmm. And then there's also an alignment quiz that you can play with. Um, and then listen to the find your awesome podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts wonderful
1: oh, Kelsey thank you so so much again and friends all of those links will be below in your show notes so you can just go right over to the find your awesome podcast and subscribe and rate it with five stars and leave it a beautiful review because um, Kelsey put some really wonderful things out there in the world um, this interview being one of them so thank you so much friend
0: thank you Kate, okay, you're such a beautiful soul and I am so grateful for this time with you thank you thank you love Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you did, please share it with anyone else you know who needs to hear it. And if it lights you up to do so, please leave a five-star rating and a glowing review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, let's talk about you. If you don't have your human design chart from me, go and get it at KelseyAbbott.com. If you are interested in one of the Find Your Awesome Podcast events coming up, Go to KelseyAbbott.com. You will find everything you need there. Thank you so much for listening. You're amazing. You are wonderful. I love you so much. Go forth and be awesome.